Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. It's time to get crafty, Nicole. What? Are we plotting? No plotting. Just knit one, pearl one. This week, we are looking at the benefits of knit one, pearl one. Knit one, pearl one. Never heard of that. What is that? That's how you knit. Knit one, pearl one. We're looking at the benefits of crafting because we are trying out arm knitting. Well, it does sound fun. I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishkon and this is Self Care Club. The advice for self-care today is endless and can be yet another overwhelming job for women. Every episode, we trial a different self-care practice, live it to the letter for a week and report back to you on the results. Will it actually improve your well-being or will it be another waste of your time? We test out self-care so you don't have to. Welcome to Self-Care Club. Before we jump into today's episode, we wanted to ask a favour. If you love the show and want to show your support, please hit that subscribe or follow button wherever you may be listening. It helps us out more than you know. And whilst we've got you, please come and join our lovely Facebook group if you haven't already. The link for the group is in the show notes. People craft for a variety of reasons and the motivations why vary from person to person. Firstly, it's a form of relaxation and stress relief. The act of crafting often involves repetitive motions which can induce a state of calmness and promote relaxation. It provides a break from daily routines and it allows you to unwind, focus your attention on a creative task and temporarily escape from your daily worries. It offers a sense of accomplishment and fulfilment. Completing a craft project, whether it's knitting a scarf or painting a picture or making a piece of jewellery, provides a tangible result that you get to be proud of. The process of working on a project, seeing it progress and eventually finishing it can boost self-esteem, self-confidence and give you a sense of personal achievement. Many people craft to learn new skills or improve existing ones and crafting provides an opportunity to acquire knowledge and encourage continuous learning, problem solving and the development of fine motor skills and of course it gives you a social connection and community. Bringing people together in crafting groups or workshops where you can connect with like-minded people, share ideas, learn from others and build friendships. Ultimately, people craft because it brings them joy and allows them to explore their creativity. It brings mental, emotional and social well-being and provides a platform for personal expression and growth and positively impacts well-being and quality of life. I mean, it does a lot. Yes. By making time for crafting, you prioritise your self-care, which we love. You allow yourself to recharge, which we love. You get to express your creativity, which we love. Yes. And you cultivate a sense of fulfilment in your life. Crafting, including activities like knitting, can be highly beneficial for self-care in several ways it can reduce your stress levels did you know that i did yeah repetitive motions and the focus calms your mind and promotes relaxation and it reduces anxiety it also encourages mindfulness because you have to be fully present in the moment and that's good for the mind-body connection also boosts your self-esteem and your confidence and it stimulates your brain because you know often there's problem solving and measuring and following patterns and things with crafts and making calculations and so it keeps your mind sharp and engaged nice that's very important especially as we age and lastly it allows you to channel your emotions into a creative outlet and it can provide a sense of emotional release and the social connection that 
you get when you craft brings a sense of belonging. So for our craft activity, we delved into the world of arm knitting. Yes. Arm knitting is a knitting technique that uses your arms as knitting needles instead of traditional knitting needles. It's a fantastic way to create cozy and chunky knit projects like scarves or blankets. And it allows you to quickly create beautiful and unique pieces without the need for any special tools. And it's perfect for beginners like Lauren and I who want to dip their toes into the world of knitting. So some of the benefits of arm knitting compared to traditional knitting are what, Lauren? Speed and efficiency. We like that. Two things that you love most we in the world. love that. Yes. Yep. Because um, with arm knitting, you can create much larger scale projects much quicker because the stitches are larger and the yarn is chunky. So it makes for a much faster knitting process compared to traditional knitting with needles. And you can actually make a whole blanket or a scarf in a fraction of the time it takes um, to do regular knitting. Nice. Also, it requires no tools. You just need your arms. Yep. preferably two arms and some yarn yeah and that's it you don't have to buy knitting needles and everything else it's really good for beginners especially if you don't want to be buying loads of equipment then you haven't got the the outlay of that it's very forgiving when it comes to mistakes mm. if you make an error you can just undo it and you can start again because the stitches are very oversized and it's a very loose tension in the yarn so you can just unravel and nice, adjust. nice, nice. Um, and also it's really good for flexibility in the arms and hands and it's good for stress relief whilst creating something beautiful. So how do you do it? Well, once you have your yarn ready, once you've chosen your lovely colour, it's time to cast on. With arm knitting, you'll use your arms as knitting needles. Like we said, you'll start by creating a slip knot and placing it over one of your wrists. Then you'll begin weaving the yarn between your fingers and arms to form stitches. And by repeating this process, you create a row of stitches and the project starts to take shape. Arm knitting involves a series of simple movements and loops and it's important to maintain consistent tension throughout your work to ensure an even and balanced finished product. And don't worry if you make a mistake because you can correct them at any time. So our teacher for this week was Adrienne McMurdo, who's based in Yorkshire and she runs Snuggle and Squish. Such a gorgeous name. And it's a small independent business specialising in delivering chunky knitting workshops all over the north of England. She also, by the way, does macrame plant hangers and jesmonite coasters and you can see all that on her website. But she came to my house one Saturday afternoon with many, many huge, beautiful balls of yarn to teach us how to knit. She did. So how did you feel going into arm knitting? Are you a knitter? Are you a crafter? You don't strike me as a crafter. I mean, how long have we known each other? Three and a half years. And has it ever come up before? Have I ever said to you, I need to go. I've got to go and do some knitting. <laughs> no, but I noticed the other day when um, you came to my house and a button had fallen off something, I immediately went to my sewing kit that was to hand and sewed the button on for you. Yeah. But you could have done that yourself. Yeah, I could, yeah. absolutely. You could, could do a button. Could you? Can you hem a pair of trousers? Uh, yeah, I could probably figure it out. I'm not bad at sewing. We're not talking about sewing. We're I'm talking about knitting. I'm just talking about but general crafting. Mm. Pottery? Actually, mm. I'll have you know, mm. I am very creative. Okay? So, okay. If you ask me to draw something, I'll draw it. But would you want to? Yeah, I quite like drawing. Okay. I don't make enough time for it, but I do. Would you do something like sculpting? I would. I don't mm. have the facilities at home, but I would. Funny, because I've got eight pottery. <laughs> I think we should do that sculpting. I that sounds nice. I would love to so do that. So would I. 
Yeah. We could have one of those ghost moments. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> At least we amuse each other. <laughs> Even um, if no one else. What, what about you? Are you a knitter? I bet you are. I've tried. Of course you have. I'm really shit. Why, why did you try out of interest? Because um, you're a young woman. Because I really wanted to join this group called Stitch and Bitch. Because I'm so fun. Stitch and Bitch. Now you want to join it. I used to have Bitch and Bake. I used to oh go to... Oh my some, God, I would love that. I used to go to this... Uh, we, we used to rotate houses and it was called Bitch and Bake. And someone would come with the recipe. If it was your house, you'd bring the recipe. And we'd usually make one or two things and... There were always tears at Bitch and Bake. Sounds fucking amazing. But then the Not last the crying, time, but... one of the women, who I didn't know very well, she mm. really, really lost it. Basically, the bitching overtook the baking. She wasn't bitching. She was very, very emotional. And she was at a very difficult point in her life. And then the whole night became about her problem. Mm. And it was like, you know, I'm just here to bake and have a laugh and a glass of wine. And I think bitch. I'm going to leave this here now. It got a bit heavy. Wow. Okay. I went, so stitch and bit. I went to Stitch and Bitch. I went for quite a few weeks and I was taught how to knit. Did you stitch and bitch? Not really, because it was sort of in a synagogue hall. So I, it felt inappropriate. Hold on. What? <laughs> what do you mean, what? You joined a knitting club at, in a synagogue hall. Well, that just happens to be where it was being taught. Okay. How old were you? Thirty something. I think. When you had three kids, and you're going to a synagogue hall on like a Tuesday two, night. I've had two kids at this point. Anyway, to do some knitting. The point you thought is, that was a, the point. A nice activity. Was I knitted with my elbows up like this, and I couldn't do it any other way. I sort of backwards, and the teacher was like, "I have never seen anyone knit in such a cack-handed manner as you." And I was just awful at it. Really shocking. Which was disappointing because I do like a paint and a draw and I actually am a dab hand at a patchwork quilt, as my husband told you the other day. <laughs> and you were like, what? What do you mean you made patchwork quilts? How old are you? You're like 25 making patchwork quilts? What's the matter with you? You were really cross <laughs> about that. not what you should be doing when you're 25. I've still got... I know got... I'm going to get a lot of hate for that comment, but Why? come on. I've still just... got fabric squares in my loft. I've still got the square points. I've still got the mat. I've got the cutter. I used to buy... I mean, I made some really fucking nice quilts. You're just jealous because I didn't make you one. I didn't know you at the time, and I promise you I am not jealous. You don't this want is, one of my beautiful... This is not jealousy. You don't want <laughs> my beautiful handmade patchwork quilts. They're exquisite. I made one for my nephew, Benjamin, when he was born. Do you know, I had a friend mm. who asked me if I wanted to join a bridge club yeah. about 10 years ago, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And I was like, I'm not playing bridge when I'm in my 30s. Just mm. no. That Imagine is... how good you'd be by the time you were 70. I think she said the same thing. Well, she's right. Well, she wasn't right because I don't know if she joined. We don't really speak anymore. And I refused. Mm. And I just thought it was a very odd thing to do mm. in a stage of life where you're very busy. Mm. You've got young kids, you've got work, you mm -hmm, know, mm -hmm. you're juggling a lot of things mm. to either do A, knitting, B, bridge. But with my grandparents, it was a large part of their social life. But bridge, bridge. is a large part of my mother's social right. life now. But she is in her 70s. Very good for the mind. I'm not knocking yeah. bridge. I'm just saying I think it's a stage of life thing yeah. like knitting not, is. When no. you've got a bit more time on your hands. Knitting's really trendy now. It's not not associated with the old ladies anymore. Yes, it is. It, it's not. I'm when sorry. we were on the Eurostar, there was two women. Sue. Was her name Sue? Yeah. 
How do you know Sue and Peter? Was it for one couple? <laughs> and they had a ca- they had a uh, a caravan. They had a motorhome. Motorhome. I learned a lot. Yeah, so about Sue and Peter on that Eurostar journey. <laughs> anyway, they don't know anything about us. No. But Sue and Peter, and she did not come up for air with the knitting. Yeah. She then was, she changed colours halfway yeah, through. She was yeah. fucking brilliant. And we were like, <laughs> you said, I'm going to tell her about the arm knitting. I'm like, please don't. Just, don't, just don't engage Sue. She's busy talking to her friends. She's busy knitting and she's busy talking to her friends. And she doesn't give a fuck about your arm knitting. She probably would be, find it very interesting. <laughs> I don't think she would have. Sue, if you're listening, <laughs> did you have fun in Paris? <laughs> How's Peter? Are you going on the motorhome in August? Or have you actually taken the decision not to because of the operation? Let us know. <sighs> DM us. Uh, I bet Sue could DM but us. But they only bought one that slept two in the end. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Which was a little selfish. A little bit. But th- what I found interesting is that mm. they're on the Eurostar to Paris. Mm. Why aren't they in the motorhome? <laughs> Maybe Peter didn't fancy the drive. I just think, you know, if you're going to use a motorhome, use your motorhome. Right. Uh, I'm just telling you for the record, and the young crafters are going to like, message us young it's, crafters it's trendy Is that young it, crafters it's really trendy now there's sure. all these evenings where you have wine and you knit and you do stuff it's cool anyway it's not should we tell everyone who came to our arm knitting sesh yeah the guest list yeah it was at your house my house so it was your guest list really sort of was me yeah <laughs> you yeah my mum yeah jackie yeah kate medlin yeah your friend therapist of the self-care club yeah and Catherine my your, best friend your best friend so yeah. it was your guest list yeah and, and Barker and that was it yeah mm-hmm. and you made bridge rolls I did so we're just about to start arm knitting and the lady has arrived and she has dropped off all of the wool yarn is that the same thing they are bright and sumptuous and gorgeous and huge and I cannot wait to get started. She is so lovely. I think we're just going to have the best laugh. Lauren has just walked in with a mop. Um, are you uh, are you looking forward to this? Oh my god, I cannot wait! I'm so excited. The only thing she said is that I can't wee once I've got it on my arm. And you know, <laughs> well, you don't know, but I get wee anxiety. So that's the only thing that's bothering me somewhat. Have you talked about the colours? I've talked. Yes, I said they're bright. There's mustard. There's they're bright huge pink. I've chosen shocking pink. Lauren has chosen a more muted tone and she's regretting her decision. Um, but I think actually in a blanket, Lauren, it's going to look lovely. I think it will. Yeah. So this is not wool as you would think of it, like it's a huge. ball of wool. These are two kilogram balls. balls. They are huge and thick and soft and yeah. gorgeous. And yeah. the colours. The colours were amazing. <gasps> like minty greens and dove greys and pinks and lilacs and you went with the hot pink and hot pink i went with navy blue yeah mm-hmm. it was quite hard to pick it was really hard anyway to pick. she was fantastic adrian was lovely she was so much fun and so patient and so bubbly and really funny and she was just a pleasure to be with wasn't she and i would like to add at this juncture that the reason we did the show was because she actually messaged us yeah to say have you guys ever done crafting at self-care club and i said no but she said we would looking, you consider doing crafting? I was, and we've been talking about it for ages because it is a huge part of a lot of people's self-care and we had not addressed it and i said actually totally yes but she wasn't getting in touch with us to say oh use me on your show at all because no. we, we get a lot Ooh, every of day every day requests yes um 
And so we were just like really up for it, weren't we? We were like, so, please come and teach us. And We'd she's a big listener of the show. And so she kind of, she stood in your living room when she came in. Yeah. And we were both talking to her. She's like, okay, this is really weird. Because she's obviously so used to having us in her ears. But not actually having to deal with us in the flesh. Yeah. So she was. It and, was and my mum. And your mum. And Kate. And Kate. Yeah. And Catherine. And Catherine. Yeah. But Catherine's not been on the show. <laughs> Neither not, has your mum. so far. My mum's not coming on the show. Let's let's not manifest that. I think Jackie would be great on the show. I, I love my mum. I don't need her on my pod. <laughs> okay. I think she would no, have a please, lot to say. Let's just leave it there. <laughs> ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Anyway... So then she, everyone chose their wool. We all sat down, didn't we? And then she explained how it was gonna roll. Here's a voice note. So normally um, when I do these workshops, people like are desperate to come to them and you don't even know what it is. So this is really weird. This is really <laughs> exciting. So basically you've all got two kilos of yarn and you are going to turn that into one of these in about an hour and a half. These being a blanket. Maybe two hours. Oh, yeah. Okay. You'll, you'll be fine. No one has ever left with a bag of wool. Everyone's always left with a blanket, and I've taught hundreds of people. It's going to be okay. So, I'm going to teach you how to make a slip knot, how to cast on, and then I'm going to get you into the knitting rhythm. Once you're in the knitting rhythm, you tend to all just go completely silent and not talk to each other. It's quite meditative, it's quite therapeutic. I'm sure you'll all be the opposite and laugh the whole way through it and then go wrong, <laughs> but we shall see. Um, yeah, so you've, the wool you're using is vegan friendly. It's made of unspun acrylic fibers and it all comes from a company that are based in York. So normally I say a local business, but it's not local to here. We are very far away from home here. So it's yeah, made of unspun acrylic fibers. And it means that, where's my ball? It acts a bit weird. So if you are quite gentle with it, where's the end? Lauren, I think you're going to be great at this. I'm going to be not so great, but thanks for that. I, I think, I just have a feeling <laughs> you're going to take to it. I don't know. And you'll be good. But so, are you good? if you're gentle, <laughs> if you're gentle, it snaps quite easily. Oh, gosh. Yeah, but if you're quite rough with it, it doesn't, which is a bit odd. Okay. Interesting. Basically, when you knit, you'll probably keep your ball on the floor and it'll roll around a bit. I'll keep knocking it back to you, but just try not to yank it because it might snap. If it breaks, it's fine. It's not a problem. We can fix it, but you will be sad that you broke your blanket. Mm. So, I will be sad, you're yeah. right. It's a oh bit like God, when you snap the me. umbilical cord accidentally <laughs> oh. by putting too much traction on it. The umbilical cord? Yeah. Does that happen? After. Mm. If they put traction on it and snap, <laughs> then you've got to go to the jetty. What the fuck? Know. 
I mean, we probably won't have to go to your operating theatre, will we? I had two C-sections. Right. I I was out of it. I okay. had no idea. Okay. I never saw any of the okay. boards. There was nothing. So I feel I need to be up higher. It is completely up to you. Most people tend to sit on a chair. Some people knit on the floor. Some people knit standing up. Are you? You'll yeah. figure it out. Just basically, just get yourself comfy. Okay. Just get comfy, however you want to do it. And find the end of the wall. That's can the I, most well, difficult part. Can I have that cushion in the middle of the? Jackie found the end, fortunately, <laughs> and she has now been on the pod. There you oh, go. Oh yeah, there. That's her moment. Jackie is on her the moment pod, of glory. telling you that it's not going to end. You're up not in... going to end up in theatre, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, meeting your mum properly. Yeah. It, like puts a lot more in place. I I believe that. Yes, you've yeah. both got this very definitive way about you. It's black or it's white. Yes, there is no grey. No, there was no me- meeting in the middle. No, no. So we started knitting. So she basically taught us how to cast on. That was quite complicated. It was. And once you did it once, and then you went to do it again, I like completely forgot what she told me, because she had to do it like four or five times, didn't you, to and get then it going. And then I got it, and then I was teaching Catherine. Yeah, but then you, if you think about it, it's like you're, you get it, and then mm. your hands do it, yeah. and then you start thinking about it, you're like, oh no, I've forgotten it. Yes. It that, was very yeah. funny. And the same with the knitting. So you knit from one arm onto the other, back to the other, back to the other, and that's how you create your blanket. Do you do that with knitting needles? Yes, you do, exactly the same thing. But it was fine when you were in flow and then suddenly you'd think about what you were doing and you couldn't. Then I'd like forget in the middle, oh my God, I actually can't remember what I'm doing. Yeah. And then Adrian would have to come over and yeah. remind me. You're like, oh yeah, okay. Oh, this, and yeah, just this, carry on. This. It was very funny that. Yeah, it was weird. And it kept happening to Kate and she's like, oh, I thought, I had a thought <laughs> and now I can't do it. <laughs> Didn't she? She kept saying yeah. it. It's so funny. So she ended up having to redo four rows of hers because she had a, too many thoughts. Well, I have definitely dropped a stitch in my blanket. Oh, I've dropped quite a few stitches. Because I can in see it's blanket. annoying me. So who finished first? Why are you rolling your eyes? No one brought that to the. No one brought that to the table apart from you. Had to be you. Didn't have to be me. It just do everything quick. Happened to be me. You made sure it was you. No, I did not. How many more rows? How many more rows? I did not. Then that... she tells you how many rows you've got till the end. Listen, we went up a really steep hill yesterday. We did this. We were doing this three peaks challenge. So yeah. We were doing some training yesterday and went on a very hilly walk mm. in Surrey. It was gorgeous. Mm. And there was one hill. It was practically vertical. Oh, I would have hated that. And I just thought, right. Okay. And I literally just went for it and went zooming up this hill in about five minutes. Because yeah. I just had to get it over and done with. And yeah. I was like, what did you do that for? I'm like, quicker, quicker you do it, quicker it's done. Did you do everything like that? Uh, no. The thought I was having about you this morning is, I I wonder what it would be like if you were a man. <laughs> okay, and what did you come up with? Yeah, things would be over very fast. That's not very nice. That would be that my worry. Not, that would be my worry. Would you do everything quickly if you're a man? Why would it change? Why would that? Why, why would my gender yeah. dictate the speed of things? I don't know, but that was my thought this morning, was if <laughs> Nicole was a man, would things finish very quickly? Would she get everything done very quickly or not? If she was a bloke. Why, do blokes do things quicker than women? I don't know. See what I mean? I don't think it's a gender thing. Sometimes you don't want them to do things very quickly. 
They do. Sometimes you do and they don't. That was just my general... That was my thought this morning. I don't know why. Anyway, I didn't plan on finishing first. I thought you did. What? Why? Why? Because you'd like... Because everything is a competition. No, it isn't. It is. No, it isn't. Oh, okay. No, it isn't. Okay. It isn't. Explain the rationale of why I would need to finish this blanket first. Because then, like, How you've won. Would it... Then you've won. Won what? I've not won knitting, anything. The knitting. The... I haven't won anything by finishing you first. won the fastest knitter of the day. That wasn't a thing. Okay. I didn't make it into a thing. I just do things quickly. You do things very quickly. And, and Including knitting. Yes. Mm. And don't you... Speed shame me. (laughs) (laughs) You're speed shaming me. You're speed shaming me. You knit shame. Where's Jackie when you need her? I was sat next to Jackie the whole time, and we were having a lovely time. Were you? And we went at a very similar pace. Pet bereavement. We did talk about pet bereavement because that is what she's (laughs) training in. She also handed out her business cards. One of them to Catherine. Catherine doesn't actually have a pet, so that was a little bit. A little bit off centre. And then Catherine, I could see, was starting to giggle and couldn't stop giggling. And I kept looking at her like, don't, don't do that. Don't do that with Nicole and my mum here because if I go, it'll be chaos. <laughs> and then yesterday she texted me to say, I, 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 I've now befriended your mum on Facebook. There's a lot of pet bereavement chat. <laughs> It's a bit. It's a bit sad. It's because she's oh, oh, a, a pet, pet bereavement, bereavement counselor. counselor. Uh, she said, "Do you think your mum would be really upset if I unfriended her?" I said, "Yes." I don't think my mum would notice. It, it's okay. I think if she knew, she'd be really upset. And I don't know Jackie very well. <laughs> I've only met her twice, yeah. and the second time yeah. we were knitting together, so I feel yeah. quite bonded to Jackie. Yeah. I'm going to go with yes, Catherine. <laughs> she'd be very <laughs> upset. Do not unfriend her. Just maybe silence it. Oh, right. Okay. Anyway. Don't unfriend her. Unfollow her. If you unfollow her, <laughs> yeah. then then you don't see any of her updates. Mm. But if you unfriend her, then, you know, that's done. That, that, is, that is... I think that's too harsh. It's, too a, harsh. Bit, it's a bit... Much. She's only just joined Facebook. Like, let's, <laughs> she only joined a week ago. Let's try and support her. Okay. Anyway. So, pet bereavement aside, <sighs> we completed our blankets Kate, we all completed Kate took a little longer and then we all stared at her and then we all gave her a round of applause. But we didn't care. We were having no, such a lovely time care. and we, we were, were chatting and laughing and, and it was great. I even managed to go to the toilet. You you did. Yeah. You took the ball with you like totally. like when you're in hospital and you have yeah, to take the drip. The drip. Yeah, it was yeah. exactly the same. Barker well done. was very confused. Barker was very confused. Barker also decided to sleep on all the demo blankets yes. on the floor. Yes. He found the comfy spot. We've got uh, a voice recording after we just finished the oh, meeting. Oh, great. Sorry, what did you just say, Kate? I can't believe I've come away with something that looks this good. It's and the amazing. sense of achievement is so such a booster for your mental health, just to feel like, oh, my God, I made this. Okay, I might cry. Oh, <laughs> it's really been gorgeous. Thank you so much. Thank you. So much. Thank you. Brilliant. Amazing teacher. <laughs> Jackie says it, that it's true. <laughs> Don't ever, ever, ever argue with Jackie. If she says, I don't know why I'm finding it so funny that your mum's on the podcast. <laughs> Jackie. Oh, 
<laughs> Jackie, where have you been? Like three oh and a half years God. and you've never been on the show. Listen, if if a pet dies, we'll have her on, okay? <laughs> Otherwise, no. Yeah. I think she'd make a great guest. I do. <laughs> oh, my I God. Do. If my mum's coming on, then I'm getting your mum <laughs> on. She can talk about bridge. My mum's not coming on the show. Your mother, by the way, and I told her this last week, has revolutionised my egg mayonnaise making. I heard. <laughs> I had to tell her. Let me just share with the clubbers. She, she, she half boils the eggs. I think we've hit a new low. We've hit a new low. No, <laughs> I'm seven. So I have to share it. She grates the eggs. She grates them on a cheese grater to make egg mayo. And it is so good. I told her, you've revolutionised my egg mayo making. She said, what? Have you never made them like that before? I said, no. So thank you for that. Okay. Everyone got that? (laughs) Everyone got that? So instead of mushing it with a fork, you grate it with a cheese grater. Now, don't say that this isn't a compelling podcast. That's a fucking life hack. You know, can I just say, like, we're hoping to win an award this year. We ain't winning it with this content. We might win an Egg Mayo Award. <laughs> I only know that way because I've only ever known my mum to make it that well, way. You are hashtag blessed. Because <laughs> Jackie pushed it with a fork all my childhood. But Jackie's now on Facebook. I might give her the tip. And she also gave me her the number. Card? She did give me her business card, but she also gave me the number of a cranial something. Osteopath. A cranial osteopath. Some, something. Yes. A cranial, a sacral cranial osteopath. Yeah. Yes. Why? why? Let me ask that. you a question. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why has we got to wait for Jackie yeah. to come to your house? We yeah. all have to have an afternoon together yeah. for me to get a number of someone that would be really great for the show. I've got to wait for Jackie now. Well, Jackie's apparently. basically doing your job. I, I don't have the numbers of everybody in the world. But you could have got it from her. That's what I'm saying. I, can I just say I, I already had it from her, like from months ago. Oh, just keeping it a secret. It's in my phone. Go on, you've been. I haven't been. Have I've been, been waiting for you. Just recorded a show yeah. with it. I with did a Jackie. private show. Me and my mum, <laughs> Lauren and Jackie's cranial osteopathic <laughs> adventure. They're trying to take on table manners, <laughs> but with cranial osteopathy. What a show! We've got Demi Lovato coming on next week <laughs> to talk about her neck issues. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, Jesus. Right. Anyway, anyway, Jackie, it's been a pleasure to have you on, <sighs> let me say. It was a really fun afternoon. It was a really, really gorgeous afternoon. It really was. I went home with a big smile on my face. And a big blanket. And a big blanket, which my dog adores. We'll put some pictures up on Facebook. Yeah. No, not on Facebook. On, what's it called? Instagram. Yeah. That one. Yeah. And Facebook. Yeah, then Jackie can see them. <laughs> She'll be so cross if she listens to this show. I'll get a right. Earful. You're going to get a rollicking. I am. What will she say? I, I don't. I don't know why you thought it was so funny. I don't know what you two were sitting there giggling at, like a couple of idiots. That's what she'd say. You're a couple of middle-aged women sitting in your podcast studio giggling like a couple of schoolgirls. What's about, going on? About me. About about me. What, what's so funny? That's what she's if we put it up on Facebook, will she like it? No, she'd be fuming. Oh, no. the pictures of the blankets. Oh, yeah, yeah. She would like that. Yes. Will she like it? Yeah. Actually, physically like it. Oh, will she tick it? Yeah. yeah. She, probably. Probably, yes. Get her to. Okay. And then we can highlight it. All right. Put it on the group saying Jackie is now on Facebook. Part of the club. Yep. Okay. She's part of the club. Is she on our group? 
I have no idea. I haven't checked. I'll ask her later. If she's on Facebook, yeah. right? Because she was giving you a hard time as well because you hadn't... you hadn't. Oh, I hadn't friended her on yeah. Facebook. She was very cross. You hadn't agreed to her friend request. Oh, that's right. <laughs> she's like, I've followed you on Facebook and you haven't done my friend request. Yeah. I was like, I'm not on Facebook every hour of the day, Mum. I do have a life outside She's like, well, I did that. it a few days ago. Oh, yeah. That's she, what she, she said. She was really cross. Have you... Have yeah, you... of course I have followed her now. Right, I'm much so, too scared not to. Yeah, well, I, I get that. I'll, when I get that friend request, I am. You better make sure you follow her. Listen, otherwise I'll get it in the ear. Okay, I requested Nicole. She hasn't. She hasn't replied. <sighs> My God. Okay. Uh, anything else you want to finish with? Well, should we go to summary? Yeah, I think we'd better do that quickly. Okay, what worked? Jackie. Oh my God. <laughs> she worked. Adrian she was, great. was a Adrian, delight. Adrian was a delight. A patient, fun, great teacher who taught me a brand new skill. Yeah. Agree to all of that. She was really great. She was really fun. I really enjoyed meeting her. Um, and it was just lovely to be with these women for the afternoon out of my house being fed bridge rolls and tea and knitting. It was great. Just spending the afternoon in a female company, doing something new, having fun. It was really, really nice. I really do genuinely feel it was self-care. It really was. Mm. Anything didn't work for you? Nothing. You even managed to do a wee whilst knitting, so that was very impressive. Yeah, I dropped a stitch okay. and it's annoying me on my mm. blanket. Mm. But... I came away with a beautiful blanket. Delighted. Totally delighted. Adrian, thank you. Honestly, if you are near the Yorkshire area, I highly recommend you booking a workshop with her. Definitely. Um, is it coming in the club? 100%. Yeah. She could do a workshop in the club. And actually, I'd like to bring other crafts to the club. Well, maybe we will. Yes! We will. Maybe we'll do proper knitting. No, I'm terrible at that. I want to do something like the sculpting. Pottery, sculpting, something really fun. Art therapy, something like that. Art therapy, we've not done that. No, we need to. James has just told me about someone down the road who does it. What do you mean he's just told you? He just told me while you were in the loo. He said it was really fun. I'm going to record the show with him. I might. <laughs> James and Lauren's Fun Art <laughs> Therapy Club. <laughs> Bring Jackie in. Bringing Sam Smith in. Sam, so oh, Sam Smith's coming. We're going to paint and talk about our problems. Why Sam Smith? Why not? I'm sure they've got some issues they'd like to discuss. With you and James? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to go with probably not. <laughs> You're not booking Sam Smith, okay? <laughs> James might have already booked him <laughs> while you were doing a wee. It all happened. Right. I'm just going to end this ridiculous show. Um, that was our arm knitting. We will be back next week we'll be back on friday with an epilogue show of course and we'll be back next week with another practice of self-care bye bye <laughs>